What is up, everybody, and welcome to the Joe Kilgallen Podcast, aka Kilgallen's Pub. I'm your boy, Joe Kilgallen. How are you guys doing? I hope you're having yourselves a hell of a weekend. It was Labor Day weekend here in the States. That's the United States. I actually like when Europeans call it the States. I went over to the States. I like going to the States. Like, I don't know. It seems cool to me. But when an American does, it's like, mm, you trying to be fancy? You trying to be a little fancy boy or gal? We call it the U.S., bitch. We don't call it the States. But I do like the States better. Some things the Europeans got correct over us Americans. And we got to own up to that. All right, everybody. I, as always, like to start off with a little bit of gratitude. I want to thank my Patreon supporters. You guys are amazing. I just dropped a bonus episode yesterday on the Patreon. Uh, talked about some fun stuff. Uh, got got kind of deep a little bit there. Got silly. All sorts of stuff. So check that out. That's patreon.com slash Joe Kilgallen. And also thanks to everyone who came out to the shows. I was at the Funny Bone. It's funny. It's called the St. Louis Funny Bone but it's located in St. Charles, Missouri, which is like a suburb just outside of St. Louis, maybe 25 minutes from St. Louis's downtown, I'd say. And the shows were great. Did six shows. So I got to run my um, the special that I'm going to film October 1st in New York City at the gutter in Brooklyn. I will have the ticket link up very soon for that. Hopefully I can put the ticket link up in the show notes so you guys can just click on that if you are in the... New York or New... If you're in Boston, drive on down. That's easy. If you're in Philly, come on down. You know what I mean? Come on over, I should say. That's going to be a hell of a night. So I was able to run it six times. And it's... I like it. I'm really, really pumped up for this one. I think you guys are going to love it. I think it's my best one. I was saying that to everyone. I'm like, this is the best work I've done. And then I revisited my previous one. And I'm like, fuck, this shit's good. And then I thought, you're getting high on your own supply, my man. You got you to gotta X out of your own shit, dude. Uh, yeah, so if you don't know my stand-up, if you're listening to this podcast for the first time, stand-up comedian, a little bit of an actor, as all of us comedians are. I'm also a dad, live in the city of Chicago, and what I do here is I try to recreate the conversations you have with your friends at the pub. This episode will be a solo one. Uh, i got some fun stuff to talk about. It is Monday night, Labor Day Monday night, holiday weekend. It was tough to book a guest. I just got back from St. Louis today after being gone for four nights. So. Um, yeah, it was a lot of running around, and my back is killing me from being in the car for so long, all that kind of nonsense. You guys don't need to hear that shit, though, right? You guys want to hear some fun shit. And there are some fun stories, some fun stuff going on in the world right now. I want to tackle this issue first and foremost. Well, also, if you're listening for the first time, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. And uh, if you're a return guest, welcome back. Love you. Good to see you. Here's what I want to talk about. Marcus Jordan, the son of Michael Air Jordan, the greatest basketball player of all time. That's right. I said it. I believe it. It's a fact. Marcus was seen having some dinner, having some chow uh, at a fancy restaurant in Miami. I guess if you're Marcus Jordan, you're always going to be at a fancy restaurant. I don't know. Who's, who's to say rich kids don't like, a, you know, they don't want to go get some Burger King every now and then, right? Maybe some White Castle. Maybe they got those cravings too, like the rest of us. Just because they got money doesn't mean they don't like the little things in life. I don't know. But he was seen with one. Her name is Larsa, which is a weird name. Larsa Pippen, guys. Larsa Pippen. You're, you're probably thinking to yourself, Pippen? Why is wait, a Jordan and a Pippen? Yeah, that's right. Larsa Pippen is the ex-wife of Marcus's father, Michael's teammate, Scottie Pippen. So Jordan's son was seen on a date with Scottie Pippen's 
ex-wife. And I'm thinking to myself, good Lord, this whole Jordan family takes it personal. Because if you all recall, maybe it was, it was sometime in 2021, Scotty Pippen had a book coming out. And it was on the heels of The Last Dance, in which it didn't make Scotty look too good in a couple episodes. The Last Dance was this brilliant documentary. You guys should check it out. It's on Netflix. It's all about the last championship season for the Chicago Bulls. And it really shows how that team was built, too. So it's really cool. Anyway, Pippen didn't look too good in a couple episodes. He looked like a choker, a guy who shied away from um, the big moment. He looked like a bad teammate on a couple plays. Uh, you know, he sat out a lot of the year. Um, with the back injury that he could have avoided if he would just had surgery in the offseason. There was just a lot of stuff going on. And, and part of it, you felt for Scotty because he was so wildly underpaid. He took a bad contract. Anyway, though, he comes out with a book. And in the book, he kind of trashes MJ and says stuff about MJ that really didn't seem true. You know, because then, see, that's the beautiful thing about the internet. We got receipts. So if you're going to talk shit and spit lies, if we care enough, we'll find out. I have to emphasize if we care enough, because there's a lot of lies that just people are just, ugh, they, they, they don't fucking follow through on them. It pisses me off. Here's something I'm going to talk about in the next episode, a little sneak peek for you. There's an Elvis movie that just came out. I only caught some of it. And it's crazy. Since I caught some of it, my one buddy sent me a link to this Elvis performance where he's like, dude, isn't this an amazing vocal performance? Because me and my buddy, Mike Bryanstein, great comedian, he's on the podcast two episodes ago. We love musical performances where where you like you believe the singer like think about nirvana and the song where did you sleep last night that they covered on the unplugged in new york album when kirk cobain is singing that you're like dude i fucking believe you man right you want a singer to put their soul behind it it doesn't they don't hit every note but i want to believe them i want to believe what they're saying and that they believe what they're saying they're not just saying someone else's words or it's just like oh this rhymes Anyway, the, the version, the whatever song he sent me, I can't remember the name of the song now, of Elvis. Elvis had that. So I was like, this is great. And I did catch some of uh, the movie that just came out. And since then, I've been seeing Elvis stuff left and right. And I'm talking about a lie. There was a lie that Elvis was racist. And someone floated that out there back in the day because I think they were jealous of his success and they didn't like that he had cross appeal where black people and white people were dancing to his music together. So a lot of segregationists back in the 50s and 60s were like, he, this is what he thinks of you guys and so people are like what well fuck him then you know but he didn't say that it was a complete lie but it's a lie that i still see people keep going i see people regurgitating that shit left and right they're like elvis racist guy who stole songs from black people i wasn't gonna get into elvis but then it made me think if it was on my head anyway i'm gonna i'm gonna dive into that next episode sneak peek so with pippin he started saying shit about jordan like i said before the internet we got receipts so there's all these videos where Michael's just praising Scotty. He's don't mention my name without mentioning Scotty Pippen for all six of my championships. Scotty was right there. Scotty worked his ass off. Scotty like just all like singing Scotty's praises, being like Scotty's my guy. He got honest in the last dance when she said, "Yeah, when Scotty wouldn't go back on the floor, and when Scotty like sat out a couple of those big games, and yeah, he had some selfish plays, and there's some stuff that I think Scotty's not going to let down. It's going to hurt his legacy a little bit." I mean, that's just being truthful. You know, it, the truth hurts from friends. The truth hurts, period. But it, it in particular hurts from friends. But it's how you respond to that, you know? I mean, he could have said to him, like, dude, I, I know what you said was truth, truthful and it's a documentary. But fuck, man, that, that sucked to hear from you. To handle it like a man. Don't go writing a book to try to make some money because you were always bad with money. And that's the thing, too. I don't know how he was bad with money. Scotty Pippen's nickname around Chicago was No Tippin' Pippin'. Because he was known for going to bars and restaurants and not leaving shit. So this isn't a great guy. And my younger sister, 
who played volleyball in college and in high school. In high school, she faced a girl. I remember this girl was dominating her and it had Pippin on her back. And I'm like, is she related to Scotty? She's like, yeah, it's like an estranged daughter. He's like a daughter out of wedlock. And um, he's like a piece of shit, but she has the name on because, you know, it's going to help college scouts look at her. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Right. But she like hates her dad. So Scotty, not a good dude, but neither is this Larsa either. Larsa Pippen. So here, I'm going to pull up the article. There's, they're all from the same sources, you know, TMZ, page six, all these people. Uh, Larsa's good looking. She grew up in Chicago. Chicago's beautiful woman. Not biased, but it's true. My wife from Chicago. And uh, they start. They got married in 1997. The divorce became final in 2022. Separated first in 2016, then tried to reconcile in 2018. Now, there's rumors that she had an affair. It's It says rumors and allegedly, but I mean, all the proof is out there that her and rapper Future were, were doing this. They're, they're, they're banging, right? They're doing the bang, 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 bangity bang. And uh, yeah, they were, you know, he was getting all up in it and she was having fun and it came out and it made Scotty look bad and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, it doesn't sound like he's always been faithful either. Throwing that out there. Um, yeah, they have four kids together, all that kind of stuff. Here's something interesting, though. Um, she was one of those real housewives of Miami ladies. And she was talking about during one of the episodes of the, the reality series, she said that she was traumatized by some of Scotty's actions. And I just found this funny, like her wording here. She was like, I was traumatized, Larsa said of Pippin, demanding to send one of her children back to L.A. If he doesn't get his way, he punishes me. He's like the punisher. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. It just makes me laugh. A woman who was in her mid-40s when she said this, it's like, he punishes me. And then in her brain, she's like, he's like the punisher. She, you get In her brain, she thought she just hit a fucking grand slam with that line. She's like, bam. Hell yeah, the press is going to think I'm amazing. When really everyone's like, that's the lamest shit we've ever heard. I mean, look, that sucks he's being a dick to you, but like, that is real cringe, honey. Uh, during a confessional, those are those things on reality shows where they have you like just sitting like this by yourself in like a closet, it looks like, and then you, you spill your guts about something. Uh, she said that her ex is used to controlling the narrative. I'm like, that's not true either because he's bad at it because he'll say one thing one day and the next day, the next something completely different. You know, he said Jordan was way better than LeBron. Then he said LeBron was better than Jordan. Now he's going back to Jordan. It's just like the dude, I don't know. I think he was once a really good guy at one point, maybe. I don't know him personally, but I think he's one of those dudes who just kept digging himself holes, sadly. And um, and that's why he does things like write books that just make him look like an asshole and it's filled with stuff that's not true and everything like that. But Marcus, again, who knows? Maybe they were just out to dinner together. But it is fishy. And I thought to myself, she married Scotty in 1997. I got to imagine they're dating for a year or two before that. Let's let's say it was quick. Maybe they only dated for a year. Started dating in 1996. Marcus Jordan in 1996 was six years old. Six. Six years old. So in my head, I'm like, all right, he's now 31. She's 48. In other circumstances, a 48-year-old woman dating a 31-year-old guy, I'm not there to judge. Other people might judge and be like, nah, it's weird. It's an age gap, blah, blah, blah. Hey, love is love. I don't care. I'm, I'm cool about that. Not one of those guys. But it is interesting because if Larsa Pippen was a man and Marcus was a Marie and, you know, was a lady and it was a 48-31, people would be like, a little weird, right? But even weirder, they'd be like, wait. 
he knew her when she was six. Disgusting. Was there grooming in play? You know what I mean? There would be like some red flags. People would be like, oh, I don't know if we could let her go away with this. And then, and she's a housewife. By the way, the, these real housewives, all my female friends will take bullets for these ladies. They are the most entertaining thing in the world. I think it's like WWE for women. Um, Cause it's like, it's reality television. And I just think they, they talk about getting Brazilian waxes and going on vacations. And then they scream at each other and there's, there's crying. And one of them is just a real C word where they just go, she's part of the group though. You know what I mean? Cause every time I've, I've watched seven minutes total of the 25 shows that are in this real housewives of different cities thing. And whenever I watch them, I'm always like, why do they hang out with her every day though? Cause they all seem to hate this woman. They, they hate her guts and they hate her hard, but she's always fucking around. I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. And then I have to remind myself, Joe, it's a TV show. Don't read too much into it. All right. I would find it hilarious though. If Marcus Jordan was like, going to talk shit about my dad, I'm going to bang your ex-wife too. That's right. I took it personal. My dad made you. That's right, Scotty. Okay. You were not, you didn't come into the league in all-star. My dad made you, made you stay after practice to get better. That's why you became one of the greatest defensive players of all time. You were guarding my dad one-on-one -on -one every day. And he was dunking on you, hitting fadeaways in your face, bringing out the best of you. That's what he was doing. So and you're going to disrespect him by writing some book where you're just spitting lies. I'm going to bang. I'm going to bang your ex, dude. That's right. And I'm younger. And hotter than you and i'm gonna last longer and she's gonna forget your name man that's right no tip and pippin guess what i'm giving her the tip and then some okay that's what i'm gonna be doing and that'd be hilarious if that was marcus's angle right because she's a hot 48 year old i mean he's 31 he, he dude 48 year old women dude you give it to him real good for a little bit they go to bed early he's meeting his friends back out later that night talking about what a great time he had and he could just let loose and have some shots. He's relaxed because he was just with this woman who's probably very experienced. And and he's, you know, upholding the family name. That's that's some high level revenge that Marcus is getting on Scottie Pippen for talking shit about his dad. You know, you think he wears Jordans while doing it? Hmm. That'd be something. You know what I mean? You're wearing your dad's logo while banging a guy who they were once good friends. And then Scotty kind of ruined that. While you're doing it, you know, do they have Jordan like uh, brand condoms? I'm surprised, man. He's got that logo on everything else. You think that logo would be on a condom? You think that logo would be on? I know it's on. I've seen boxers that are Jordan brand, but I'm thinking like, what if what if she like gets, is mad at Scotty still for the divorce or whatever, and uh, she like starts taking pictures in a bikini that's got just the Jordan logo on stuff? She could do like a nude spread, and they cover her nips with the Jordan logo. Right? Like I want on each nip. I don't know. I think that would be now I'm thinking it's just too mean. I don't think Scotty deserves all that. That's harsh. But maybe Scotty's also like, I don't care, dude. I divorced her. It's old news. But in the same regard, he's gotta be thinking, you knew this kid when he was fucking seven. You're banging my teammate who I'm not getting along with anymore's son that you knew when he was a child. That's fucked up. But maybe though, see, now I'm going back to Marcus's side of it. Because let's think about how fun it is from his point of view. Marcus was probably like 12, 13, seeing her around. You know what I mean? Even though like, you know, they got married in 97, which is interesting. He got married in 97. That was the year where he missed a ton of games. Um, or 98, he was kind of banged up too. But toward the end of that year, it's like, that's the year you're doing it. You should have been having back surgery in the offseason. You're having big, flash, fancy weddings. I don't know. Not a team player. But man, maybe Marcus knew her. And, you know, 
he probably thought, damn, you know, Mr. Pippin's wife is smoking hot. Because we all know someone who, you know, when you're when you're like 12, 13 years old, there's always that one adult woman that you're like, eee, I like her. Oh, baby. You know what I mean? She's a goddamn smoke show. Look at her. Sexy, right? But none of us actually get to grow up to bang that woman. Marcus is possibly banging that woman. And for that, I used to think, I used to feel bad for Marcus Jordan and his brother Jeffrey thinking, imagine growing up in the shadow of Michael Jordan. Your dad's one of the most famous people in human history. You know, you, you'd even make the NBA. You had a decent college career, but you didn't make the NBA. So I remember thinking, feeling bad for that guy. Now, I don't feel bad for him at all. I think he almost surpasses his dad in that regard. How many 12-year-old boys get to one day grow up and bang their, their crush? Like, we're talking zero, like a smaller percentage to be the greatest of a sport. I think the same percentage, like you, your goat of your sport, 12-year-old banging adult crush later on in life. I just feel like the odds are very similar. It's respect. It's just a lot of respect for that Jordan family. They really just know how to get things done. They put their mind to something. They're making it happen. That's incredible. You know, I'm trying to think when I was 12 or 13, there was a couple of friends of mine who I thought had some delicious looking moms, but I didn't grow up to have sex with them like Marcus Jordan is possibly doing. That's something. I'm trying to think who my celebrity crush was when I was that age. 12, 13, Pamela Anderson, Yasmin Bleeth. I had a poster of both of them on my wall. Gwen Stefani. The funny thing is of those three women I just named, I feel like I could probably nail Yasmin Bleeth. If I was single, of course, I feel like I probably could. You know, now I'm, you know, I'm married, but it'd be cool if my wife gave me like one pass just for the sake of being like, I had her poster when I was 13. You know what I mean? It's not, it's no, there's no, it's just to do it for the sake of the story. Right. I'll go, I'll be very quick. I'll be, I'll, I'll do it as fast as I can in and out. You know what I mean? It's like running into a grocery store. I forgot to get eggs. I'm going to run in and get eggs, run back out. You don't get jealous of me when I do that. You don't think, oh, that, that grocery store had your attention and your time. Did you feel something for that grocery store? No, I didn't. I didn't feel anything. But And that's what it would be like if you let me have some time with Yasmin Bleeth. If I would ever encounter Yasmin Bleeth. She was on Baywatch, everyone. Do you know that was like the biggest show on the planet Earth for a stretch of time? And then I don't know what happened to her. I think drugs, which makes me sad. So maybe if I saw her, I'd just help her. But then I'd also think, can I? And then, you know, maybe, maybe they'll be the... Uh, all right, I'm getting I'm getting off track here. Uh, I'm getting in trouble here. Is what I'm doing. So, all right, we'll we'll keep an eye on this story. We'll keep an eye on the Marcus Jordan, Larsa Pippen story to see what's what. It's just it's it's crazy. It's crazy times right there. And she likes these younger dudes apparently because that future guy that she was nailing for a while, he is ten years younger than her, and um, Marcus is a good almost twenty years younger than her, forty eight to thirty one. All right, I hope everyone had a good Labor Day. I didn't do anything. I was in St. Louis again doing shows. Had a great time out there. Shout out again to everyone who came out. This week, I will be in Oshkosh, Wisconsin, Friday night. I'll have the details for that on my Instagram and Facebook, and I'll tweet out the ticket link if you're in that area. Come on up. Again, October 1st, filming the next hour. Um, this, is a, this is a big one. It's a big one for me, so I'm very pumped about that. James Webb, who just directed Sam Morell's special, is directing it. Sam Morell's special for Netflix. So if you want to get an idea what mine's going to look like, go watch Sam Morell's on Netflix. How's that for a plug? All right. I'm taking my kids back to school tomorrow. I remember thinking to myself, I had a nice little break. Love being a dad, but the chores, you need a break from sometimes. 
And I had a situation over the past week, not over the weekend, where I'm looking for specific ice cream because there's this ice cream man who parks outside of my kid's school. So I pick up my one son from preschool, and then the two of us go to pick up my other son from kindergarten. And when we get there, that ice cream man is just chilling. He's waiting for the storm. He knows as soon as that bell rings and the doors open up, it's just like Braveheart where they're all coming over the hill to try to kill the English. It's like, ah, right? They're screaming. And then that ice cream man's like, let's do this, right? He's getting pumped up. He's got the ice cream ready to go. Anyway, I told my kids, I'm like, I can't buy you ice cream every day. First of all, it's not healthy. Also, ice cream is a, is a fortune, okay? It is not cheap like when we were kids. When I was a kid, I remember some the real shit flavors, the no brand, where you're like, what is that? Just Is that a green popsicle? And the guy's like, I, I don't know if it's a popsicle. It's green, though. You know what I mean? It's on a stick, and it's green. But I don't know if it's – it might be a, a green fudgesicle, and you're like, that's not – that's not a – please don't tell me that's what it is. So that would be like 50 cents. Then the higher up ones, maybe you go $1.50. At most, it'd be a $2 one. If it was like the giant something, giant King Cone, right? The WWE, WWF back then had great ice cream. Anyway, here's what I discovered. I, so I thought to myself, I'm like, I can't keep paying. It's like, they, they like the Sonic the Hedgehog one. And then there's a Spider-Man one. And then he got a Tweety Bird one. You know, the fun character ice creams. That's what's the best part about the ice cream. And they got those fun flavors that you don't even know exist. Well, Again, I got two of them and then one for myself. I just got like an ice cream cookie sandwich. Not like an ice cream sandwich, but like the two chocolate chip cookies with the ice cream in the middle. I got that for me. Three three people, $11. 11 bucks for three ice creams. And they're going to let half of it's going to melt because it was 80 degrees all last week. I go, I can't, this isn't financially going to work out for us. Okay, I'm not spending $11 every day on ice cream. Even if I minus my $3 one, because I got a cheaper one than you two. Still eight bucks every day. I'm not doing that. But I like bringing my children joy. So I thought, I'll go to the grocery store and I'll look to see if they have this Sonic ice cream or this Spider-Man ice cream. And I'll just buy a box or two and we'll have it at home and I'll save a ton of money and I still get dad points. That way when they're done playing on the playground, I let them run around after school a little bit, you know? And they're like, ice cream man. I'm like, ice cream man lives in our freezer. Let's go. I got a surprise for you at home. And there's there. They're none the wiser. They're happy about it. They don't care who they get it from as long as they're getting it. I then discover you can't find these this ice cream at your standard grocery stores. I looked at a Target. I looked at uh, all the grocery stores. I'm, I would name them, but you guys are all over the country. So, you know, whatever. Think about the big chains where you live. They're not there. And I'm like, where the fuck? So only ice cream men get this deal. I go, how the fuck does that work out? That seems like some kind of weird monopoly. I feel like this goes against American free enterprise, free market capitalism. I feel like that goes against that. Only they get to have these flavors to sell. Are they Are they worried that if these were all sold at the store, people would never go to the ice cream man? Because that's not true. Also, this ice cream man doesn't even have the song playing. He's got your standard ice cream truck, but he doesn't have that like Pop Goes the Weasel. Or dun, 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 dun. That actually is Pop Goes the Weasel. But, or Pop Goes the Weasel. But if he had anything, it'd be a more joyous thing. I like the music and he needs to fix his music box. Even if he had his own little boom box and he's playing hits off the radio, that's still better than nothing, right? So I got to investigate. I'm going to go on Amazon. I'm going to go direct to the source and understand, find out if I could just do it wholesale. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm not going to be beat by this. I'm not going to let this fucked up scenario in which the ice cream truck lobby paid off Congress so that nobody else could get these delicious flavors at their local grocery stores. I'm not going to play that game. I'm going to fight the system. I'm going to find out where I could order my Sonic the Hedgehog ice cream with 
gumball eyeballs direct to my home because I think it's bullshit that the only source for it is the ice cream truck. And of course he's charging $4 a pop. He could charge eight. He's got a monopoly on it. No one competes with him. You know, there's no other ice cream truck nearby. These ice cream trucks just drive around and they're really, it's really a fucked up business when you think about it. It's one of those things that we're keeping as a business because it reminds us of our childhood. And so everyone's like, yeah, it's fine. But imagine if I drove around like, you know, hey, I got cheeseburgers. I got tacos. We've seen taco trucks. They don't drive around though. That'd be phenomenal, right? They're just following a crowd of chubby people making tons of bank. Was that a slight fat joke? It was, but just fucking calm down though. Um, <laughs> um, but it's not a fat joke. I'm just, you know, think about it. If you had a taco truck that could be on the move and you're driving around and you're looking for certain people, right? You'd profile a little bit. I don't think that's wrong. It's not, you know, to guess that somebody who would appear slightly overweight would enjoy your tacos and you pulled up alongside them and they were like, hey, are you only pulling up alongside me because I look this way? And the driver was like, a little bit. I don't think that person could get mad. And then that person would be like, that's fair. That's totally fair. I get that, you know? It's the way it goes. <laughs> um, yeah, I got to find out. I got to find out, though, because I can't be paying these prices for the ice cream truck. If anyone listening out there knows how to tell me what to do about this ice cream guy, we got to figure it out because this is not this is not fair. It is not a fair system. It, it's Again, he can charge whatever he wants at this point because he knows he's got a bunch of screaming kids. And even if there are parents with willpower who are just like, screw that. I'm not taking out a second mortgage to get some fucking popsicles over here. Let's go, son. He knows that some parent will eventually just to shut their kid up be like, fine. Fine, eat, eat your ice cream. And don't forget this. Don't forget what I just did for you. Don't forget that. That's another move I see a lot of moms do on the playground. They, they let their kid do something and they go, hey, hey, remember this now. So later on, when you say that I never let you have any fun, I want I want you to remember this moment right here. Because the other day you said, I don't let you have any fun, but I always let you have fun. And I want you to remember that this is what mommy does for you. Okay? I don't see daddy letting you do this. And you're just, whoa, that's a couple that's going to divorce soon. All right, perhaps. All right, that's it for me on this week's episode of the Joe Kilgallen podcast. I got to ramble about two fun topics, the Marcus Jordan, Larsa Pippen, love thing, whatever they're doing. They're probably just friends, who knows? And, and I just made up a big story about them banging, but it lets me fun about it, right? And the ice cream truck. If you see an ice cream truck out there, you ask him, hey, where are you getting your ice cream from? And I bet he acts real like, I don't I don't know what you mean. You know, and he wants to tell you. But then he'll he'll like kind of glance over and you'll look behind you and there'll be a windowless white van. And, you know, there's there's some security in there. There's some sort of FBI. SP, there's some sort of I was going to say espionage. There's some sort of real like uh, government thing. There's there's powers that be that won't let us, the civilians, buy ice cream truck ice cream from the store. They won't let us do it. So be on the lookout for that. Next week, I will talk about the Elvis movie. I didn't see the whole movie. So why am I going to review the whole movie? But it did make me want to dive into some stuff about Elvis and music in general. So maybe I'll get a guest on for that one. And uh, that's about it. That's about it. Everyone, thanks for listening to the podcast. I appreciate all your support. And as always, cheers.